friends, welcome to Better Than Journaling. I'm Adia. And I'm Aisha. We are two mental health professionals journaling out loud, analyzing our own thoughts and feelings. This is not about us giving you mental health advice. We're just having our own existential crises one episode at a time, so you don't have to. So get comfy and fill your teacup with whatever it is you drink, because it's time for an episode of Better Than Journaling. Hi, friend. Hey, friend. How are you? I am doing all right. It's a new year. How are you? Oh, my goodness. 2022. 2022. Happy New Year, friend. Yes. Happy New Year and good riddance to 2021. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's been a long year. (laughs) It was a long year. Not all bad for me personally, but. I feel like some cool things happened for me in that year, but it was a year. Yeah, it wasn't all bad for me either, if I'm being completely honest. However, I will say that the the energy oftentimes of 2021 just was so close to 2020 that it was uncanny and wildly uncomfortable. So you're not a, you're not a for fan more of, just- uh, collective trauma energy. <laughs> it's exhausting Not your thing. you know I'm uh, having enough uh of my own trauma the collective trauma is gonna have to just like take a break for a little while eventually you know so yeah, yeah. I'm um I'm glad for some more distance what I will say though is it doesn't and I don't know what this is necessarily with how to even word this but it doesn't feel like a new year like nothing feels different for me um I don't know if it's because I didn't celebrate but actually I don't know that I've celebrated a new year in a really long time um but nothing feels different um it just feels like a long pandemic so it's it's strange that it doesn't necessarily feel different for me it does feel like one continuous year since March 13th 2020 doesn't it yeah I I don't go out on New Year's. I don't usually celebrate like that, but I always stay up till midnight. I always watch a ball drop. I always do that kind of stuff. None of that happened this year. Uh, I didn't wake up on Saturday morning, January 1st, feeling like it's a new year, new me type of thing. Like none of that happened. It was just went to bed around 11, woke up the next morning and did what I do on Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. And I definitely have been on this new thing where I go to bed. I'm either in the bed in the eight o'clock hour or I'm in the bed in the nine o'clock hour. I may not be asleep, but I'm in the bed. Um, And it's great because then I am wide awake and refreshed in the five o'clock hour and ready to get out of the bed and be a productive human being in the six o'clock hour. And then my day just kind of moves, you know, but uh, so that the New Year's Eve was no different. I was in the bed early and uh, definitely slept right through all of the shenanigans that were going on outside on the block. So, so yeah, it's not feeling particularly different. I think, you know, I feel different, but I have felt different for, you know, a number of reasons uh, not related to the new year. I know that lots of people um, are in the practice of creating resolutions and, um, 
that's what's been on my mind lately. Uh, can we talk about that? We can. What's your What's your take on resolutions? Uh, I have fallen out of uh, love or enamorment with the resolution, the New Year's resolution. I realized several years ago that I had the same resolution for about a decade. And it was always like to get in shape or lose weight or be more fit or, you know, some variation of lose weight. And when I realized that it was always the same resolution, I was like, what in the, this is not working the way that it's, <laughs> this resolution is broken. Um, something's wrong with my resolution. So I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore, you know? And so I also was, you know, have been on an intentional uh, path of self-growth, um, self-love, self-discovery. And so I started setting intentions for myself. And I would say in the last year and a half, my intentions don't get set with the new year. They come to me as they come to me, as I have some insight and some self-reflection. And that intention just becomes how I move now, you know? So um, I, I'm not down with the resolution only because I feel like there, if there's this um, deceptive seduction around the new year resolution. People wait until some magical moment on January 1 where they can now have permission and full dedication to moving in a way that they think they should be moving. And that's feels like a, a huge setup for failure for a lot of people. So that's before, why wait, I'm not before I respond to that, before I respond, I want to know what, what you see as like, if you were to give me a definition of an intention versus a definition of a resolution, what's the difference? Yeah. So my intentions are, um, I, you know, I know this word is getting so overused, but like, it's a vibe. It is the, mm-hmm. the it, it, it's a feeling, it's a way of being, it is a, a way of moving through the world. It's um, more of a mindset for me. Um, yes, it creates shift in behavior um, in, a, in a beautiful way. However, it is a shift in mindset. It's a shift in like values or perspective and beliefs um, that changes everything about how I move through life and through the world. So um, I, you know, several years ago, my intention was to um, experience growth and deepness in my relationships. And that probably wasn't the same language, but I definitely had the intention to experience growth um, in my relationships. And because that was my intention, all of my actions moved towards that, towards those goals, those feelings, those experiences. And I didn't have one or, you know, one concrete thing that I needed to be doing or, you know, a specific plan. It was just like, I need, I need to be feeling different and experiencing things differently. So I need to move differently. And so I took different opportunities and, um, experienced exactly what I wanted to experience, which was growth in my relationships and a deeper connection. And that was really beautiful. So yeah, my intentions are much more about um, my way of being in the world. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it like that. I recently 
when I say recently, probably in the last couple of years, I do lots of training and I usually start a training if it's going to be a reasonably long training, like a day or two with like wishes or hopes. Like, what do you hope to get out of this training? What do you wish you would get out of this training? And we start like that. And then that becomes kind of a marching orders for me, right? Like, okay, I know that people want to get this, this, and this. So I need to uh, move how I operate in order to, in order to do that. Well, in the last couple of years, I changed that from like wishes to intentions. Like, what do you intend to get out of this training? And then I put the responsibility back on them to get that. So I don't have to remember to talk about X, Y, and Z. You have to remember to ask about it. So I've always thought about intentions as having something to do with accountability, like whose responsibility is this? And when I combine kind of that thought about whose responsibility is it with your perspective on it being a vibe, you know, when I think about resolutions, it's kind of this long-term goal and this, you know, it's, it's often way bigger than, than feels reasonable. Uh, But when you think about it being a vibe, it's about like, looking at yourself in any given moment and asking yourself, am I moving away from or towards my goal? So I don't have to, whatever that goal is. And I don't, I don't have to be thinking about, you know, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. I have to be thinking about, do I want to put this in my mouth right now? You know, do I want to lay yeah. in bed a little bit longer or do I want to get up and, and do a little bit of exercise or whatever it is? Cause you know, the resolution always has to do with, with, weight for me it has always had to do with weight or at least that was one of them but I like the idea of of thinking about it more in terms of present versus long-term future like I obviously need to know what I want in the long term but I don't have to be thinking about the long term at every given moment I just have to be thinking about this moment at the moment and asking myself whether or not what I'm doing moves me where I want to go or not Exactly. Yeah. But I've, I've always been a, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I've always been oh. a resolution person. I've always been a, uh, you know, my birthday is in June and new year's obviously is in January. So I feel like every six months I get a new start. I've always done that. I've always had weird like superstitions. I do want to know if you have any superstitions about new year's. I've always had weird superstitions about new year's. And I've always been like, you know, come January 1st, I'm going to do this different thing. And then I'm going to mess around until January 1st and do everything opposite of that thing that I'm going to do. So for the first few days of me doing this new resolution thing, I'm going to feel really accomplished because I've been (laughs) fucking around so horribly until then that, um, (laughs) that those five days that I stick (laughs) on my resolution track, um, you know, is really really looks good. It really looks like a contrast, but then whatever gains I may make in those few days, uh, just brings me back to baseline before I started acting stupid, you know, in preparation for my resolution. And for the last, I don't know, three or four years, I haven't done the resolutions hardcore. I mean, I always have this like new beginning thing in my head, but I don't do them hardcore because I was just failing at them routinely. And the things that I have succeeded at have never been planned or prescribed in the way a resolution is. It's always been more like a, you know, I, I, I have something happens, I intend to make a change and then I do it. Uh, but if I wait until a certain day to do it, it just never, 
it has never panned out the way that I would hope it would. Yeah, and I, I feel like there's something to the language, you know, there's something to the words of resolution and intention. Um, that intention feels very person-centered, very personal, mm -hmm. very yeah, very like um, to me, you know, very, I feel very connected to my intentions and uh, in the mindset of doing things with intention, being intentional um, is something that I move with on a daily basis, whereas I the only every time I ever hear the word resolution has to do with like January 1. I don't hear anyone saying, um, it just feels bigger than like me directly, it doesn't feel as personal or connected. Um, and I think that's that's more of a mental thing for me with my connection to the language that shifts the way that I that I that I that I move with and connect with what it is that my choices are. You know what comes to mind for me as I'm listening to you is that when I think about intention, I think about the accountability. I move from what I want to do to who I want to be and yeah and 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 I feel like whereas what I want to do feels like it needs to have a certain date like you know if I screw up my diet on a Wednesday I'm going to wait until Sunday to redo it I would never say if I'm mean to a person that I don't want to be mean to um, I'm going to wait until Sunday to apologize you know <laughs> Because who I want to be is a person that's accountable for my actions. So when I focus on who I want to be, I don't ever have to wait for a date or a time to restart being nice. The minute I realize that I yeah. yelled at somebody I didn't want to yell at, I'm going to be accountable for that. But once I start on the, on the road to, you know, screwing up something that I do, like eating something that I'm not supposed to eat if I'm supposedly on a diet or whatever, that's like permission to not fix. I have for whatever reason in my head, I have permission to not fix that until a certain day. And the day has to make yeah. sense to me. Like nobody starts a diet on a Thursday. So I have to wait till Sunday. And Sundays, there isn't a lot of structure to my day. So I might as well wait till Monday when I go back to work. You know, so there's always a reason why I can delay that. But I can't delay so being awesome. the person that I want to be. I can't delay being the person yeah. that I want to be. Yeah, I think that's amazing because hearing you say that out loud, I I know that that's that's how lots of people um, start something new. They start planning it in their mind about what it is that they want to achieve or accomplish, and they start maybe thinking about what they're going to need or what that's going to look like or how that's going to be different from where they're currently at. And then people, yeah, they set a they set a date, and that date needs to make sense for them. For some people, it's like the beginning of the month or the beginning of the week or both the beginning of the month and the beginning of that week. Um, and for me, it is literally as soon as I have decided it, I'm now doing that thing. Um, and so if it's like something that I'm changing about how I'm eating or consumption of water or whatever, like it starts then, like maybe the next day or whatever, um, but it's starting immediately. And it, and I am the person that starts a new diet on a Thursday or whatever, you know, it's like very very odd. Like I started intermittent fasting last year. I think it was like right before Thanksgiving. And people were like, why would you do that? And I was like, because I want 
to. That's like I decided that that's what I needed to do and what was going to be healthy for me. And so like I'm st- I'm starting now. Like why would I wait? And when I once I realized that this is the thing I that was good for me, like why would I not start? They're like because it's like gonna be Thanksgiving, and I was like yeah, but like it's gonna be Thanksgiving next year too, and the year after that, <laughs> and the year after that. Like and it's been Thanksgiving for like the last that. forty years. Man, so yeah, my brain definitely doesn't work the same way. Um, and and when something begins when I intend to start something new or when I resolve to do something new. So that's also, I think, an interesting piece of it. You brought up earlier about superstitions and I don't know that I have any superstitions whatsoever, but definitely not anything specific related to the new year. You don't have any superstitions Um, at all? Like in regular life, no superstitions? I don't think so. No. Oh my goodness. You like walking around <laughs> stepping on cracks and shit, breaking your mama's back. I do. I, do. On I purpose? know, right? Like, you like been, stomping on cracks. It's amazing. She's been able to walk upright <laughs> all these years. <laughs> with, with a child like me, I don't know how she's been surviving. Yeah, no, I split the pole and I step cracks. Oh God! And I uh, would walk under a ladder and spill salt and put a. I don't carry purses, but if I did. <laughs> Uh, hats. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Lots of things. I just don't want. I don't get it. It doesn't. That's the problem. Is for me. My it does. I cannot suspend my disbelief. I can't. I think that's probably why I don't have nightmares either. Is I can't suspend you my never disbelief. Have nightmares? I've never had a nightmare. Holy shit! All I right. Know. Yeah, it's strange. I do think that that is strange. But no, I've never had a nightmare. I've um. It's weird, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've had very emotional dreams where, like, you know, like you think you're you're in your dream, your partner cheated on you or something, or said something really hurtful, and you wake up and you're like sad and and mad or whatever. Like, I've had those kind of dreams, like really upsetting emotional dreams. But I've never had like a you know like Bryce Cougar's chasing me or like um, or whatever. You know, people have nightmares. No, all of no my none of that. I don't have a lot of nightmares, but my nightmares are always fairly realistic. There's not any like magic in them or anything like that. I get the not suspending mm-hmm. disbelief, but I, I kind of feel like in terms of superstitions, it's one of those things where I don't really believe it, but just in case, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't Wait believe that if I step on a crack, it'll break oh. my mother's back, but I don't want to oh, be all uh, reckless with cracks. Please. That means you believe. That's what I that means. really don't. I really don't. But you I do. mean, there's lots you of. Do. Okay, maybe a little bit. But if you know, <laughs> if I can avoid a crack, why not? Just He's in like, case. What's the harm? The harm. <laughs> you know, the harm is the harm is the additional brain power that it actually even took for you to think about and acknowledge and then be mindful of. Hell, bro, because I do yeah, be paying attention. I do be paying attention. <laughs> if I am walking down the street and there's a black cat about to cross my path, I turn sideways so that it doesn't walk directly in front of me. And that's, you know, that a little bit stupid. <laughs> that's amazing. That is amazing. Um, I do, yeah. I will say, I do think about, I do, I am aware that other people are superstitious. So like when I said, like I split the pole, I, whenever I'm walking with someone, I do expect for them to say something about me splitting the pole and most people don't but my sister would um she's probably the one that taught me about it 
I would. would say I, no, yeah. I wouldn't say anything because that would be embarrassing. But I would like go back and go around the pole the other way. I'd pretend I dropped something. Oh, or... that... <laughs> are you aware of? <laughs> are you aware of what superstitions people have around, or or even traditions people have around New Year's? I was just so when I first when I was thinking about it, I was like, "What is she even talking about?" But I think that there's one about like cleaning your house or something, or yeah, that's all I got. No, I don't. I clearly don't. But I think that there's something about like cleaning, cleaning out, like not bringing in the old or I don't know. That's all I can think of. I don't actually know what it is. No, I'm not really aware. I've definitely heard stuff about cleaning, and I definitely so I had it in my head again. I don't know. Some sometimes I have things in my head and I have no idea where they came from, but they have been yeah. cemented into my head. And so they yeah, they, you know, influence how I behave. But one of the things that I remember hearing is that whatever is happening on New Year's Day happens all year long. So if I uh, am if, if I have like, a dirty house. Yeah, begin as you mean to proceed proceed or proceed exactly. as you mean to go on or yeah, exactly. So if I have a dirty house on New mm-hmm. Year's Day, I'm going to have a dirty house all year. If I have a bunch of dirty laundry, I'm going to have dirty laundry all year long. Um, if I am fighting with people that matter to me on New Year's Day, I'm going to be fighting with them all year long. And so I do have some of those superstitions around like getting stuff in order and being thoughtful about having a pleasant day. Uh, so yesterday I didn't do any of the like new year, new me, I'm going to, I'm going to work out today and blah, 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 blah. I didn't do any of that, but I was a bit more conscientious about, you know, that the house did get cleaned on Friday and, uh, that I was being nicer to people. So maybe my superstitions, I do believe because I am absolutely acting as if I do. I know there's other superstitions around, um, like what you eat. Oh Yeah. Like black eyed peas or something. Which I don't like. And collard greens. Really? Which I also don't like. But I think that has something <laughs> to do with wealth. And really, I mean, the fact that I've been, yeah. you know, poor my whole life indicates that oh. me not eating those things is part of the problem. You're not doing it right. Exactly. Uh, we're going to have to set a plan for next year, Aisha. I'm going to have to eat some black eyed peas and collard greens. I, again, I don't like I mean, either one. So like one solid bite should be good though, right? I, I don't know. I have to do some research. The other thing I used to do, so this is more of a tradition than a, than a superstition. I used to have an annual panty purge. I would get rid of all of my underwear on New Year's Eve and only use new ones for the whole year. Oh, I like that. You're willing to stop on cots, but you want to get rid of all your underwear every year? That became a very expensive habit. I stopped like four years ago. I was gonna ask, yeah, so I was gonna ask you, do you own did so did you only buy underwear at the top of the year also? Yeah, well I would buy them. Or did you allow no, 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 no. no. If I if I needed more during the year, then I would buy new ones during the year. But for the most part, I'd buy like, I don't know, 40 pair pair at the beginning of the year or at the end of the year before and wash them all. And that's what I would wear 
uh, for the next year. If something came up though, I would buy new ones, but I never let any old ones into the rotation for the next year. Ah. And that was, that was just, it started in college. I don't know why it probably, it's, it's amazing to me how many decisions and rules we make for ourselves and can't really remember where they came from, but the roots. I imagine that I was sitting around with people in college, there might've been alcohol involved and that tradition Perhaps. probably started there. Yeah, that does sound like some young people um, disco disposable income because I don't have any actual like <laughs> net worth or savings type of decision. I just like the idea of um, purging things and getting rid of things that I don't necessarily like love or need or want anymore and intentionally having and using things that I do love and enjoy that make me happy. Um, so that was honestly what came to mind when you we're talking about getting rid of old and only using new. That's where my mind immediately went. I was like, oh yeah, only like being on that shit, like with, you know, the stuff that I love and that makes me feel good or excited and not using things just because I've had them or I already purchased them that don't necessarily create a, a vibe, you know, create the feeling that I want to experience. So that's where my head went. Um, but no, I don't hold any of those superstitions. As far as I know, no one in my immediate family holds in those, any of those superstitions. Um, I, you know, just be out here living. And um, I, yeah, just doing my thing. I don't know. Just moving on intention, not on some arbitrary rules that I don't know who created them or invented them has set for me. Yeah, and they're, they're kind of a setup for failure because nobody ever makes, I mean, maybe some people do, but I've never met anybody who makes a, an intention that feels realistic because if it was realistic, we probably already would have been doing it, right? Not a, did I say intention or resolution? I don't know if people that, if people make resolutions about like drastic changes in yeah. to their behavior, you know? And it's just a setup yeah. for failure. Yeah. And yeah. then permission when you don't do it to like, if you're, if you're a person yeah. like me, who's always waited for dates before you did that thing, it's like permission to not do it until the next right date comes along. Yeah. I think like, so there's that other piece of it with, um, the setup for failure is baked into the resolution itself because so many people fail to achieve whatever it is that they set out to achieve. And so there is already maybe a little bit of the permission to not fully right. commit to it for yourself, you know? So right. yeah, I think other piece of what's baked into the resolution when I decided I wasn't doing those anymore and then I all of a sudden forgot what it like what value it held for me before and so now I'm very like uh judgy and confused when other people make resolutions I'm like I don't get it why it doesn't make any sense all of a sudden I can't remember I can't remember any type of history that I've had with the resolution I'm just like I'm above it all you know I make intentions and that's how I move through the world I'm her I mean that okay? always Excuse happens me. whenever you get enlightened Whenever you learn something new and think you're like smarter than everybody, it is really hard to remember uh, that you used to do the same stuff that they are now doing. So Thank I've you definitely been there. But also hilarious. 
So, so for me, yeah. it's for me, that's uh, parenting, you know, that I am passionate about teaching parenting. And I grew up where spankings and rewards and punishments and behavior modification was the thing. And now that I don't do that anymore, I like, I can't understand why anybody would. I can't understand why anybody yeah. would. But for, you know, 30 years of my life, that was completely normal to me. And I got extremely impatient with people um, once I, you know, became enlightened. So I get it. I get how resolutions might, anything that you don't do anymore because you've decided it's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) I'm evolved. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, friends. So, you know, my intentions around uh, my the intention that I've been moving through um, for I don't how long has it been now? That's the other thing. I don't necessarily keep track how long, but I do know that I had been feeling a need for change and evolution. Um, of course. Uh, since the COVID, but more personally um, for myself, I would say within the last six to, I don't know, nine months, being really personally drawn towards um, self-reflection around boundaries and relationships. And um, with that, um, a better understanding of self-love and what that means for me, um, and so my intention has been towards those two things specifically. And I don't know that they're separate. Maybe they're the same boundaries are an act of self-love. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that has been where I have been very intentional and growing um, and achieving new milestones and having deeper insight and self-reflection um, in the last nine months. And it's been, it's been a beautiful thing for my life, personally and professionally. Mhm. Yeah, my intention is around that like do versus be thing. Um and focusing on who I'm being at any given moment and knowing because we all have goals and I'm always going to have goals in the back of my head. But knowing you know, I know I know what it takes to kind of be the person I want to be. I know how to do that and I'm really very aware when I'm not being that. So rather than doing this thing where I wait for a date or I wait for Sunday or whatever, um, asking myself in any given moment, am I being the person that I wanna be right now? And is there anything I can do in this moment that puts me back on that, back on track to being the person that I wanna be? That allows me to Mm -hmm. stop in the middle of being rude to someone if I don't wanna be rude. That allows me to stop eating something in the middle of eating it that I don't wanna eat. That allows me to say after I finish eating that thing, for example, um, I regret that I'm not going to throw away the rest of today, you know? Um, but yeah, and, and self-love. Oh, that's another kind of superstition that I've always had around New Year's about self-care on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. So I did indulge my superstition and get a facial on New Year's Eve. Um, I did. It was fun. It was good. And she was super quiet. And that's, that's what I really like is to be able to like sit somewhere for an hour without listening to anybody or anything. 
like not plugging in my headphones or anything. But anyway, I do want to move in the direction of taking better care of myself, not necessarily losing weight, although that would be lovely. Uh, not necessarily saying I want to exercise seven days a week or blah, blah, blah. But asking myself, are, are you loving yourself in this moment? Are you making a decision that communicates to you that you care about yourself? Or are you making a, a decision right now that is dismissing yourself and your needs? So mm-hmm. I don't know what the, yeah. what the big overall goal around that is, but I feel like I can absolutely reflect on that in any given moment and ask myself, are you loving yourself right now? Yes. Yes, indeed. That is, um, that's a big question. That's uh, that's also a very direct question. And that question breeds that accountability that neither you or I can shy away from once we've come up with an affirmative answer one way or the other. It it, uh, immediately sparks movement and action right so I love those kinds of questions they always scare me and give me a little bit of heebie-jeebies like because I know that they automatically mean for me that there will be shift there will be movement um so I think that's always I've always said that in couples counseling um as a therapist in couples counseling I've always said to couples you know is what you're saying right now moving you guys closer together or further apart? If your goal is to be closer together, ask yourself, is what you're saying and what you're doing moving you closer together or further apart? But I've never asked myself that about myself for myself. Is what I'm doing right now showing myself love or is what I'm doing right now showing myself, I don't know, I don't want to say hate, but something that is, am am I not loving myself right now when I am Allowing someone to speak disrespectfully to me when I'm working more hours than I'm getting paid for, when I am not being the parent that I want to be, am I showing myself love when I am allowing things in life to take me out of my character? The most important thing in my life to me is, is parenting. Um, So am I showing myself love by not doing well at the thing that's the most important to me because I have prioritized things that are less important to me and those have taxed me so much that I can't do the things that are important well anymore. Yes. Am I showing up as the person who I want to be? Is what I'm doing furthering my goal and my intention or am I acting in a way that is sabotaging of what it is that I actually want to experience and to achieve? I mean, that's really it. You know, that's all that it boils down to is asking yourself, am I going in the direction I want to be going in? Yes or no? All right, well, what do I need to be doing to move, moving in that direction? That's- yeah, or, or am I just going to accept that I'm not right now, you know? Am I going to accept that I'm not being the person that I want to be? Or if I have agreed, if I've decided that I'm not being the person that I want to be, is there something right now that will move me in the direction that I want to go to? If I've decided yeah. that I want to be a person who, who speaks truth, you know, then when I'm sitting in a room and somebody is speaking falsehoods, am I going to say something? If I'm asking myself in that moment, are you being the person that you want to be? And the answer is no then I need to ask myself, is there something that you can do right now that aligns with your sense of who you are and who you want to be? Yeah. Doesn't mean I'll always do it, but at least there's some accountability in that discussion with myself. There's choice, right? There's active choice. I'm intentionally one way or the other making decisions and moving towards something. Whatever I choose, that's what's best for me in that moment for whatever reason. But I'm intentionally not just blindly 
moving forward. And I won't be confused about my outcomes because I will, I will have intentionally made some decisions, period. Right. And I like that. I right. like that. That's awesome. I love this conversation. This is um, a thing, not your typical New Year uh, conversation or discussion, but I think it's exactly us and what what is needed. I am wondering what you think you might want to leave the people with today. I think it's I think it's what we were just saying. Ask yourself. Who do you want to be? Not what do you want to do? Who do you want to be? And at any given moment where your gut is protesting, because when we're not being who we want to be, our guts protest. At any given moment where your gut is protesting, ask yourself whether or not it's protesting because you're not being who you want to be. And if the answer is no, not being who I want to be, is there anything that is practical and feasible that I can do right now in this moment, not on Sunday, not on January 1st, but right now in this moment that aligns me more with who I want to be. But that starts with asking, who do you want to be? And who do you want to be is a big question and there's lots of facets to it. So who do I want to be as, a, as an employee? Who do I want to be as a partner? Who do I want to be as a neighbor? Who do I want to be as a you know, speaker? whatever those things are. Who do I want to be as a podcaster? <laughs> First of all, I want to be a podcaster for a little bit, but who do, who do I want to be? And, and, and am I doing what I need to do right in this moment to be who I want to be? Um, but like I said, first, first you answer, who do you want to be? So that's my, that's my journal entry suggestion for people uh, today is to ask themselves who they want to be. In, in whatever facets mm. of life that you can come up with. And I'm not asking for or suggesting that there's uh, long drawn out descriptions of all of these things, but who do I wanna be? I wanna be compassionate. I wanna be an advocate. I wanna be wise. I wanna be helpful and ask myself in those moments, are you being wise? Are you being helpful? Are you being compassionate? Are you being an advocate? And whatever those other words that describe who you wanna be, asking yourself in those moments, are you being that? Well, there's the blueprint, folks, you know, I, I love that. And I think I'm going to take that with me moving forward. I would invite folks to think long and hard about why January 1 or a Sunday or next <laughs> week, the right time to start their new journey to um, continue their evolution to hold themselves more accountable towards working towards whatever goals that they may have. And why not today? Why not mm -hmm. right now? Is there something that they could be taking on today, right now, tomorrow, that might move them towards that overall goal or outcome? Um, and does putting it off uh, make that goal more likely to be achieved or recognized um, in their life? When has <laughs> waiting for a certain start date helped them to reach their outcomes more, more successfully or consistently? So why not now, friends? I want you to consider picking up pen, paper, uh, getting to the keyboard and asking, why, why, why later, why not now? 
Hmm. Well, this was lovely. This is a lovely way to start the year, uh, friend. I am glad to have spent this time with you. Thank you for sharing some of your afternoon with me. I appreciate it. Always nice talking to you. And and this is this was really orienting for me in thinking about about what some of my intentions are. And again, once I say anything out loud, uh, I become very accountable to it. So so I always appreciate the opportunity to have discussions with people who uh, who kind of challenge me to think about things. And you're absolutely a person that does that for me. And so now I feel like I'm going to move into this week, I'm, you know, off of a two week vacation. So I go back to work tomorrow. I'm going to move into this week with more intention. I'm going to be asking myself, am I being who I want to be? Um, and this, this conversation was super orienting for me uh, in being able to do that. So I appreciate you as always. Love, love, love that. Well, uh, I bid you adieu. I hope you enjoy the of your day uh, and live with intention and compassion for yourself and for others. And I look forward to speaking with you again soon. All right. Thank you so much, friend. Bye, friend. Now, you know, that was better than journaling. So go ahead and give us a five-star review and share us with your friends.